live what's going on people this is the real to a real world family and we are back again with yet another episode one. come on now another episode full of energy and character oh yes another episode where we are here to bring you the knowledge wisdom and the truth come Can on Another episode where Eman's going to give you the scriptures that you need for the next two weeks. Another episode where Aura is going to help you out with all of your problems and dilemmas. Come on. Hmm. I can eat auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. And your girl, Aura. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however way you're listening. Thanks for tuning in once again. Right, guys, how you doing, man? All right, how was how was your trip? I know you went away. Tell us. Give us the tea. Give us the juice, man. So we went to Athens for a mm-hmm. wedding. Um, my brother, my family friend, my cousin, whatever you want to call it, he um, got married to his beautiful wife and girlfriend of six years mm. and that was in athens in greece why so, is everyone getting married in greece yeah man did you I know, have, have a wedding in greece yeah, yeah 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 it's litty bro i swear <laughs> to you athens same it's where it's at man why though is it cheap out there i like? I, I don't think it was it was probably cheaper in some respects and i think it's because of the greek economy but you mm. can still spend money out there. Don't get it twisted. But in general, like food and stuff like that is generally cheaper than UK. That's mm. that's facts. But if you want to have a good wedding, you will still have to spend a decent amount of money. But it, yeah, it's it not must... that cheap for the couple. Yeah, because right. people really spend money. But it, it probably in like individual items or maybe collectively, you probably spend less than UK because you know the UK mm. market price. But yeah, man, that country is beautiful, man. Scenery is, yeah, man. It's beautiful. Destination where there's all of them scam, you know. The only <laughs> thing that makes it cheaper is that you're having less guests by virtue of it being a destination wedding. But yeah. in terms of the costs of mm. your decor, your planner, your photographer, it was probably about the same. And I know this because my friend, shout out Jennifer, she listens sometimes. She is was is getting married in she's married already, but obviously the whole COVID thing. So her wedding has been postponed. But she's getting married in Greece, and I was—I'm a bridesmaid, and so because of that, my proximity to the bride, I know how much things are costing, and I know how much things cost. Cost, yeah. What's the past tense of cost? I know how much things cost when I got married, and mm. the price is—is is basically the same. It's only because you're going to have less guests by virtue of it being a destination wedding that you're probably saving money. If what I knew, about, what about destination weddings that people love though? I think most people do destination weddings, really and truly. If you're African, and let me speak for my, my own Nigerian Yoruba people, if you want to minimize your guest number, which is essentially where you make most savings anyway, because everything per head, per head, per head, the best thing to do is just do a destination because you know people are not flying out unless they love you and are tight with you. Just go and do your wedding abroad, have 100 people, nice and beautiful. If is I it that deep, head, though? Again. Sorry? Is it that deep, though? I'm not going to lie, for the guests, because this is now the second or third destination wedding I've been to, for the guests, especially if you're a bridesmaid as well, which for the other destination wedding I, I went to, I was a bridesmaid, but for this one I wasn't. But, oh man, I can't even lie. It, the costs add up as a guest, that it makes it, like the experience is fun and amazing and it's wonderful to celebrate with your loved ones. But 
when you sit down and you look at how much you, if you ever like go to a destination where you come home and you're like, okay, let me just look at how much I spent. Hey, it's joke. It's painful because the cost is high as a guest. And sometimes you're just like, oh, is it really this deep? But you know there's certain people that you love so much and you just have to be there for them when, when they're getting married. And, and that's really what drives me to go to destination weddings for the people that I love. That's, no, inter- no, that's no. interesting you say that. Go ahead, man. Yeah, that, I was going to say that's interesting you say that because when I went to Greece, like I didn't really... Uh, the, the, the bit that... For me, when you say he choked, that the real one was um was the PCR, was the PCR test and uh, um and uh, what's the other one the um when you get back day yeah, two and day eight. eight that's that's what that was more expensive than the trip out there. It's not even that. It's not just the flat. By the time you do your your accommodation, because you're safe, you'll stay for a couple of nights. Yeah, accommodation was all right, you know. And we stayed in a we stayed in a five star. Yeah, but if I'm going to somebody's wedding in London, I'm not spending. I'm not paying like three hundred forty five, four hundred for accommodation. I'm literally staying in my house. Yeah, but obviously, and by the time you add flights, that's what I'm talking about. Not okay, okay. As in, like, oh, it's expensive. I'm talking about like, if this wedding was in London, I would not be spending this money. And it's amazing if you get a holiday out of it, which is, in my opinion, the best way to do a destination wedding because at least then you won't feel like, oh, I'm spending all this money just to go to a wedding. I love these people, but is it really this deep? Especially if you've got more than one in one year, like the costs add up. (laughs) Yeah, nobody should invite me to destination weddings, man. I, 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 is, the way Gabs is speaking, I can already, I could already tell where he's going. Now, no, to, no, to, me. Yeah, if I if I love you, which if I invite, if I'm invited to your wedding, the chances are I do. I will come, and it's it's always fun. It's always nah, fun. man. It's it's fully it's fully lit, man. Like obviously, I I understand um your point of if it was in London, but the thing for me is that destin like a destination wedding, more time is an opportunity for the guests to have like a mini holiday anyway. And that's more time why... why so why it's, self, it's selfish gain then? No, not really, because you've been invited one, so you make the most out of it. If I've been invited to go on a destination holiday, i.e. Santorini or, you know, Athens or, you know, one of the, the one of the Greek islands, right? More time, you're going to be like, right, they're nice places, the scene is nice, the food is banging bro i will go out there like yeah, for me yeah. that was my first time in greece omar the food like just the the actual cuisine out there it is better than the uk one the bakery better than the U- bro like That's me i mean if you get bruh, like literally everything i was eating it just felt like a breath of fresh air i know it was the first time for me and and my wife going out of the country since the pandemic but it was like one it was a breath of fresh air it was like a mini holiday too and it was just like different, so I wouldn't have mind like I wouldn't mind doing that all over again. The only thing that was killing was the fact that we had to pay so much for the PCR and the stupid day two and day eight. Now that yeah, I've heard about all of that stuff, bro. Mate, how much extra did you pay for all of that? Was it like four hundred pounds or something? Um, no, you know what? Let me. In fact, let me chat to you about that one. Imagine I got scammed. So did oh, we. Yeah, I was scammed. keeping God. My goodness. On the, so imagine now, yeah, I'm looking for the details for the email. So like when we get back, because on the way back to when you get to UK, you have to show like the guys at Border Force or whatever, the police, you have to show them your information or whatnot for the day two and day eight to confirm that you've done it already. So now the day before, trying to get that stuff ready. So I'm looking for the email, da 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 
they didn't send me the information. They they didn't send me the information that I needed, like the special code or whatnot. I said, okay, cool. Let me go and contact this company. I'm contacting the company. Is this thing not ringing? Ringing, 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 <laughs> ringing, ringing. I got my wife to call them. Ringing at the same time. Ringing, ringing, ringing. Send them email. Nothing is coming. Nothing came back. I sent them one email. For the end of the day, nothing came back. We're just calling different, different things. These times it was on the um, on the government list on the gov.uk website of authorized sellers or whatever. Go on their Instagram pages. Uh, Instagram page. I only see 15 followers. I said, look, you see me? I've been taken for dupes out here. That's how I went. And I just went on one of those sites where I knew, okay, cool. This one is a bit more, it, well, it's definitely expensive, but I need to, I don't want them to disgrace me when I get back to my country. So I had to do that now. So I had to, yeah, paid another 100, uh, 199 pounds again. So that was another 200 pounds. So we ended up, ended up spending like six bills. Mate, even if I tell you, the you same and your wife, yeah, yep, yep. We, I did not get scammed, but basically, you have to take your test like 48 hours before. And some companies they will send a courier, but that's that option is more money. So I booked the postage one, but somehow, some way, somehow, because we were flying out on a Monday, two days before was a Saturday. And obviously the postage service doesn't work on a Sunday. Mm. We had, we basically messed up when we were supposed to take them. We should have really taken them on like a Thursday. We mm. didn't take them until Saturday. And when we calculated, by the time the post thing gets there, it's going to be Monday. It's not going to, the test might not come back in time because the lab has to test them. We mm. were like, oh my gosh, we fumbled. We should have done this earlier. Long story short, we ended up posting ours on the Saturday. Paid like the, whatever the Royal Mail expediated delivery is to make sure that it gets there within 24 hours but obviously because sunday is not a, a day that post office works basically the the lab did not receive our samples until monday i called them on monday morning i'm like big man i'm flying out tomorrow yeah. <laughs> i need to get my result today am mm. i going to get the result and the sis on the phone is like oh well it usually takes between 48 to 72 hours so at this point i'm panicking like okay so the test that i spent my big money on the result might not come in time Mm. Come to find out, Greece will accept the PCR test, so you can actually just go to Boots or any of these re- reputable PCR providers. No, sorry, not PCR, sorry, a- um, antigen, rapid antigen test. So you can actually uh... just go to Boots. So that's how we were like, well, our test might not come in time. Booked another one with Boots. That one is like £50. Did my rapid wow. flow test. Only for my result. Literally, I got my rapid flow result at like 330 then the original PCR result came at like four o'clock, just 30 minutes later. So mm. we ended up spending like, and we have to do te- day five test release because we've got another wedding. And so we, we have to come out of our quarantine because we haven't had both of our jabs yet. We've only had one. So this was just so much cheeky haggard with traveling and this COVID. I would just recommend you. This is why I see when you, when I tell you people holidays are overrated, maybe now you people start understanding what I'm saying. Holidays can never be overrated. Even they say spending 600 pounds just to travel. Yeah, we spent like 450 on tests alone, not to talk of everything else. Right. That was 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 that I didn't tell you for travel. That was for tests. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's linked to travel. It's only ah. because you were traveling. Okay, yeah, true. But Do that's I mean? yeah, but that's that. Uh, we knew that was the price that we had to pay, but we had we needed to get out of the country anyway. It was worth it, though. I can't lie. Right, like, to get out, I'm telling you, <laughs> right. it was worth it. It was a beautiful yeah, wedding. No, people get right. married. 
And we took baby girl on her first trip. Amazing. My mum was out there too. So awesome. we got to go out and enjoy. <laughs> I left the baby with my mum. I said, goodbye. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> it was a lovely trip. <laughs> how, how, was, how was she on the plane and stuff like that? Was she she was really good. So she's yeah. actually, um, by the time this comes out, she'll be six months. She's going to be six months on Tuesday. Okay. Um, awesome. So, um, yeah, she was actually quite good. She slept for like takeoff and landing. Okay. But she's a very curious baby girl. She wants to see everything. She wants to talk. She wants to shout. Mm-hmm. Like, at least there was no tears on the plane. There yeah. and up, we thank God. She was quite good. So okay. we thank oh, God. I, that was really a prayer point. Because yeah, I said, no, really up on here for three and a half hours with a baby crying. And everybody's looking at me like, no. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's long story. No, nah, man. Holiday, trust me. I Did think you take your little one email when you went? Ah, absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Absolutely no. It's it was me. Um, my wife tried to say, "Yeah, we're we're taking tea." I said, "We're not going anywhere with that <laughs> young lady." I said, "It's me and you." I said, "Me and you. We're going to that country by ourselves." So yeah, she stayed. She stayed with my in-laws. She stayed. It's just for me, like I said, like we're going out there to enjoy ourselves. Yeah, going away. We need it. Like after all that we've been through, after all that we've seen, like. Just me and you need to go away. Yeah, can take little one up by God's grace by the end of the year. But for this first one, it's just me and you. No, I'm not pushing any push chair. We're not you doing any weight We're not wait. We're um, not doing our uh, breakfast time. We need I to get more. Nah, none of that. Just me and you. That's what I'm saying. For me, even though we had to take the L with all the, the like the money and whatnot. But for me, like that's it for me, memories over all of that stuff. Like I can actually say, like it was an amazing time. It was an amazing wedding. Like it was just, it was just fun. So for me, that's why it works out. You know, it, it, I think I'm. We're at an age now where in life, you just you know that a lot of things are going to cost money. That's just the way the world works. Mm. But when you you make memories, when you enjoy yourselves, when you like see what it means, for example, for those of us who are married, what it means to your spouse or what it means to your loved ones, trust me, man, you won't even think. I, 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 there's not never a time where since the wedding has gone now, I don't think about that. The only reason why I think about it is 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 when I think about how the government are scamming us. Aside from oh. that, I don't even... <laughs> no, no, it's, good you got, it's good you got the time away, man. Yeah. I'm sure it's good that, you know, you and your wife got to go away, yeah. seeing as you like, haven't been away in a while. Yeah. So, where did your little one stay with um, grandma? Yeah, with the in-laws, yeah, with my, with my wife's parents. So if I wasn't I, breastfeeding, I'd have left that girl myself. Bro, <laughs> even even if my one wasn't breastfeeding, we'll put you on that bottle. At least for <laughs> a couple of days that we're going away, you'll be on bottle. And my mom <laughs> my mom was with us. So That's good though. Yeah, and that is yeah. Nice. Every morning, because we said I stayed at the home, same hotel as my mom. So okay. it was breakfast time. Yeah. I just gave the child to my mother. Yeah. I had to feed the child. And then, even at the wedding, I just left over my mom. Basically, we really got. Thank God for our mothers, bro. Yeah, like, do you think our mothers get tired? Like, do you I, do you not, do you not think your parents get tired? My mom cannot be tired. I'll do anything for my my daughter and my son. Listen, let me, no, 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 Gabs. It's not about my daughter, and my son. It is my grandchild. Yeah. <laughs> they will do any little yeah. thing. If I call my mom and dad now, 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 and say, "Mom and dad, I want to go to the cinema. Can you look after tea?" They will drop everything that yeah. they will yeah. drop everything. Mad. This is they, I, I have a question. I want to know why parents, yeah, are so different with their grandkids. I want to know why every time it's not even birthday. 
yet you're sending gifts to the house. You're sending clothes to the house. You're sending toys to the house. This person, ah, when you see the grandkid, here's money, here's this, that. But I'm looking, that. and I'm like, but yeah, grandparents are just, for their grandkids, they will do anything. Why? Though? Why? That's, what, that's what I'm asking you. Do you know? Do you no, have an answer? I, I think, yeah, it's, you know how they say, like, it's a, in Yoruba culture, it's like, a, you know, you'll see your children's children. It's a prayer point. Right. And I just think the joy, maybe because, obviously, for my mum, she's at the beginning of her, her journey of being a grandparent. Right. Obviously. So maybe by the time she's all like grandchildren out, she might, <laughs> she might get tired. But mm. as of right now, I think, and I still have both my grandparents, both my grandmas. So okay. I think everybody's just basking in like, this is our great grandchild. This is our grandchild. It's the first one. Da, 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 mm. da, da. Mm. So as of right now, it's just the joy. And you know, she's yeah, plus you're, you're quite new into this as well. So yeah, it's been what, six months, didn't it? Yeah, so. she can't talk. She's still cute. You know, she's nice to look at, even though the girl can cry. But <laughs> when she cries, Mm-hmm. But I think it's just the joy of being able to witness it, and obviously for me, it's no secret my 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 father is no longer with us, so he never got to meet his grandchild. Right. He never even got to see me get married. So I think for my mom, especially, it's extra special. And you know, knowing what she's been through and her testimony and in being here, it's just a joy that she's she's here to to witness oh. this and to see her grandchild and. You know, it's, it's a blessing. I mean, and even now, since becoming a parent, as I've said lots of times on the pod, the anxiety that I feel and, and you know, the worry and, you know, I just pray that I'm here to see her, to see my children grow up. And so, mm-hmm. to me, if the Lord keeps me here and I can see my grandchildren, they're getting everything because as far as I'm concerned, it's a blessing and it's a, it's answered prayer. So I, I think from that perspective, I can see why they they you know they it's just like whatever you want you can have it and at the end of the day they're they're, they're not the parents so mm. it's cute to look at and then you can drop them off and say bye bye i definitely do hear that especially as your mum's only got one i definitely do hear that yeah bro i've got seven nieces and nephews the mm. oldest is 11 i think and mm. the youngest is one my mum will do anything for them and i just speak to myself like mum like don't you get tired don't, isn't there a life that you want to live Gabs, they like, don't get is tired. Is my mom not allowed bro. to say no? I'm busy or like no? The way my, the way my sisters and my brother just dump their pit to them at my mom's house, <laughs> just dump them and I just go, bro. <laughs> they don't have to keep them. Ah, it's all fun and gay for the Let three hours or four hours. They, Grand- they drop them back. <laughs> Grandparents will do anything for their grandkids, and I don't think they. I, I personally, I've never seen a grandparent that's tired or tired of whether they have one, whether they have five, whether yeah, they have yeah. fifteen. I never, I think, I feel like, even though, you know, for a lot of parents, their kids are their pride and joy, but their grandkids, ah, that one is a new level of pride and joy. Like, as, you know, as Ora has said, you know, being able to to be alive, to see another generation of kids and stuff like that. And they're, you know, they're like a fresh face. They're going to kind of continue the legacy of the family and whatnot. But it's just like, okay, cool. I get that. But it's like, you would do anything for them? Like, close all the time? Chocolate, like these times, you might say, "Okay, you've had enough chocolate for the day." When you come, what did they have? Oh yeah, you know they ate their food, but we gave them ice lolly, we gave them chocolate, we gave them cake or whatever. You're like, "Okay, mom and dad, why, 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 like why?" Sort of thing. But now it's amazing to see, and the relationships that they build is awesome. Like when I see my daughter, like with 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 either side, whether my parents or my wife's parents like to see the relationship she has with them, like joking about. And it's even, even great, like to see, especially with like the granddads as well. So it's not just 
the the mums, it's the dads as well. Like she has. Yeah, I was gonna great, ask, what's the granddad yeah, like, bro? Mate, like, bro, she gets on with them very, very well, very, very well. And then to add on top of that, you've got aunties and uncles as well. Like, yeah, she's just she's blessed, and I f- I feel like yeah, man, ah. And kids, they're, you know, they're blessed. When they say a community raises a child, they really meant it, bro. For real, for real. I just hope that we can continue that. You know, bro, we, I was going to ask that. Are we going to be like that? Or is it because of that generation above us was just completely different? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if we have the heart that our parents have, man. You know what? I pray we do. For me, for me, like, and I think this is because it was instilled, you know, from my parents, especially my dad, that family means more than anything and so for me i i anything that i do and i practicalize it with with my family now with my wife and my daughter like look they're my everything you know and so for me i want that to be a thing that we run with and we create memories together and by the grace of god like as we grow older we can be an influence to those around us and say look family's good as well and we're seeing obviously we're seeing other couples getting married and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's just like let's not you know as much as we can say oh we didn't like this about the older generations there are very there are certain good there's so many good things that the older generations did for, so for example like now you see I've clocked I don't know if I, I, I'm not saying everyone does this but I clocked this so strong for maybe the last decade I realise yeah when it's people's birthdays I realize we don't be giving people gifts like um, brother. Our, our no, but do you know why? Apart from I no, let me. You know what? I, I think it's a woman. I think, I think it's a man thing. You know, I think it's no, no, no. Men, it's bro. not a man thing because uh, some uh-huh. women do it too. Yeah, women do it too, bro. No, women women be collecting gifts, bro. Let me tell you what. No, let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah go through. I think that's through. different. I was. I still give gifts as much as I can. Yeah, but people these days. Uh, we do too much for our birthdays. Like, you know, when mom, when I used to, when my mum first saw me going out, like, for birthdays and stuff, birthday dinners, yeah. like, she would see, see me taking money for birthday dinners. She's like, hold on. Eh, why not? Didn't these people <laughs> invite you for something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a point. Mum's like, no, no, no. If they're inviting you, they should be the ones to pay for you. Like, you know, traditionally, wow, yeah. Yeah. we're going to really say oh. what we're Saying in in my culture, uh, mm. I'm not speaking for anyone else, but in my Nigerian Yoruba culture, if, you, if that's even why you do wedding and you give people something to as a gift, thank you for coming yeah. to my wedding. Yeah, traditionally you don't invite people to birthday dinner and expect everyone to pay. I mean, I've done it myself, so it's not I'm I'm no shade to anyone, but it's just not something that you do. Mm-hmm. Now people are doing all of these elaborate things, all of these elaborate birthday parties, and asking people to pay X Y Z. On top of that, I saw something on Twitter the other day where someone said that someone invited them to their birthday dinner. It was like a private dinner in their house, mm. and they expected them to also cover the cost of the the decoration. Oh that wow! Was, that wow. It's in your bed, day. Yeah. They ask you for decor. They ask for. They That's split nice. the cost of everything amongst their friends, yeah. and I just think. That's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Do you know with the um with the charging people like if you're having a dinner party, or if you're having thirtieth birthday soiree that people love nowadays, if you're doing all of that, I do hear the whole it's this amount of money per head. But I get gift, that one because in this thing though, it's it's a separate issue. I can't remember the last time I received a birthday gift. Right. So after after people have come and spent their money, their hard earned money to come and eat and dine with you, you now expect them on top of that. 
What if she, I never celebrated? If if I'm doing the games that for yeah, my birthday, you're all coming for free. <laughs> you come to my house for free. You yeah, barbecue, you come, you eat and drink for free. Games now, you come, you play game for free. If mm. I do anything, you come. I will even give you money if you win games. But my birthday, I don't receive a thing. But when it's my wife's birthday, she'll be receiving Selfridges gift voucher. She'll be receiving Chanel powder. Not no, not normal NYX. She'll be receiving Chanel maker. I'm like, like what life? What am I doing wrong in this life? Mm. what am I doing wrong but then I know there's ministers like like um, Ayo I, I think you might have done it before you man that you yeah. do gift lists and everybody will buy the gifts I said maybe I need to start doing that maybe I need to become a pastor no, so I could be doing gift lists no but you see the thing yeah me I'm a giver yeah I'm a giver so but me I just put it out there because people are like people don't know what you know maybe I want or sometimes people feel like oh because oh because of drip like I'm only gonna take, you know, Gucci or Chanel or Fendi or whatever, and I'm like, no, nah, there's some, there's some things that I would, you know, I'll put the expensive things there, but I also put, you know, some some cheaper things there, and I think that for me, like sometimes I deeped it because I was like, look, bruh, like a couple years ago, I'm like, I'm giving people gifts, I'm giving people X, Y, Z, and people aren't doing it in return. I I knew for some of them maybe not having jobs or whatnot. But even in our parents' time, like they may not have, they may not have had like the best of jobs or whatnot. But still, you don't come empty-handed. And I really find this even, even so for you, like I'm not even shading anybody because I don't know specific names. But for example, Gabs will do games night, Gabs will do barbecue night. People will come empty-handed. Yeah. What the heck are we doing, brother? Like, what the heck Bro. are we doing? Like you Bro. don't, even, you don't even, you could have, you know what? It's, it's a small, actually, a small, small wisdom. Like even if you have juice in your house, yeah, unopened juice or bring the juice, bring yeah. it. But you don't. You come empty-handed. You're smiling, but you'll be the first at the table. You'll be the first inside the kitchen. Excuse me, can I have a plate of? Excuse you what? Cancerous tribalism, ethnocentric chauvinism. Excuse you what? <laughs> Your, your hand will be perusing the table. Perusing for what? Why is your hand fi- finding its, its way across the table when you didn't bring anything? I, I just don't, I don't like that behavior. And so for me, like anybody who knows me, if I'm doing something in my house, if I'm doing anything, or for example, like when I got married, for example, Gabs, if I'm doing anything, mm. yeah, pe- you're going to eat and you're going to drink. Yeah, that's you still, me. You were, de- you were there at my wedding. There was food in abundance. They were drink- yeah, Nobody's going to like that kind of thing. That's yeah. how I am. Do you get? Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel, and and that's because of one, it's because of upbringing, but I yeah. like it as well. It's like, I, how am I going to invite you to my house and you're going to go away starving? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be your memory of me. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. So if I am going to do it, I want to do it properly. I want to do it for people. I want I want people to know that, you know what, this is this is what it's all about. It's all about giving. It's all about kindness. It's all about love. Because so I, no, I do of- like it in giving, yeah? Yeah. And I think it's Aura that showed me this. When people go to people's houses and yeah. they take like drinks or they take gifts. Right. And this is new Aww. to me. It's only when, it's only when Aura and came to the house and they bought drinks. Aww. I was thinking, what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, why is this girl bringing chicks to my house? Like, there's yeah. no chick in my house already. Yeah. And even, like, a few other people come and they proper bring stuff. I'm like, this is new, man. I can get behind this life. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas before, I had no idea. Thank before, you for verifying that on the podcast. I won't come to your house empty-handed. Invite me places, guys. I'm a nice no, guy. I, lo- I love that. I love honestly, that. Honestly, honestly. And I, did, I didn't know about this beforehand. I would just go to my boy's house, just empty-handed. But now it's just like, right, married couples are really going to people's houses with, with gifts. Like, people are going to people's houses uh-huh. with gifts. And I love it because I'm not used to receiving gifts like that, apart right. from, like, my wife or whatever. So when I see it, it's just like, right, boy, someone's blessing me for a change. All right. That, that goes to show Ori and her husband are very cultured people. Because, no, you know what? The honest truth is, even me growing up, when people came 
to my gaff or we were going to someone's yard. If you're not coming with oil, you're not coming with rice or, yeah, or, or, or wine or Flemish, then you're not coming to somebody's house. Like, coming to somebody's house empty-handed? No way. Like, we're going to people's house, like, with a box of Flemish or a sack of rice or something like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, even if they've cooked for us, we're, com- we're bringing you something because it's like, Look, is that is that is that culture or is that the Christianity in you? No, no, bro. This I one was culture. It's, it's, yes, it, it it is definitely a, a Christian thing by being kind and being like blessing other people. It's more culture, definitely. Uh, culture was a very like growing up because I used to ask. I was like, Mom, Dad, why are we bringing that? They they're making us food. They're giving us drink. Why are we taking it there? And they were like, you don't ever go to somebody's house empty-handed. That's rude. That's disrespectful. And that's not just even a Nigerian thing. Like, they do that in the Middle East. They do that in Europe. They do that in other parts of the world. So it's just like, in the Western world, I just find it interesting in our generation. It's like, we want to take, take, take. Oh, it's my birthday. Come, do X, Y, and Z. It's my day or whatever. It's X, Y, Z. But it's like, how about we give, give, give? And that this is even a Christian virtue that we should be mm. givers. Like, you go to somebody's house, you know what, bro? I wasn't able to have much, but you know what? Here's some sun pride for you. Bruh, we know your situation. Sun pride. Yeah, you know what? We know it's we know you don't have everything, but sun pride, you know what? I respect you because that's very kind. That shows you're a cultured person. That means you're a respectful person, as opposed to just coming and going, hi, empty-handed. You know what? Those people are the most jarring people. Even even if you come to the house and go, you know what? I didn't bring anything, but bro, you know what? Less food is on us. Does that only apply to married couples? No, it should be. No, if, if you go, if you go, if you link up, if you're doing like a fee for that, for example, yeah. or if like girls are just going out chilling, yeah. having a slumber party, or just girls get together. Should they bring stuff as well? Or is this just if you're going to visit a married couple? The thing is, yeah, 100%. I don't expect people to bring things because. <laughs> I would never go to someone's house. I, I, I would try my best not to go to someone's house and not bring anything. But if I'm inviting people over, generally speaking, because I know people will be listening to this and be like, oh, I can't go to Ori's house, I'm bringing something. <laughs> it's not true. Like, I wouldn't expect it. Or if it's you true, bring it's true, it's true. It's, it's true. a plus. No, it's no, a nice thing. True, true. But in, in all honesty, house. I don't expect it at all. Well, what about if you're like, let's say you, Charlene, Samantha are gathering together at, at um, Stacey's house. Are all of you going to be bringing something? You can all even sometimes, like if I go in a group, sometimes it'll be like, oh, we'll all chip in and be like, oh, let's just get something. Let's all collectively bring something. So at least we didn't show up empty handed. If four people are coming to my house and they all brought one thing, I'd be like, yeah, I would assume it's from everybody. If one person brought something, even, you know, just all take credit for it. So at least it looks like. Because the the reason why I ask it, because obviously all three of us are married, innit? So people who come to our houses might think, oh, yeah, they're married. Let's take gifts to bless the married couple or whatever. Mm. But a lot of people listening are probably young, single. And I'm just thinking, should this be a culture that they should also adopt? Or should it only be if they're going to like their friend's house who are married and stuff? Nah, man. I I know it shouldn't just be for married people. It like you're going definitely. to your boy's house to play FIFA. Like, come on, like what what are you gonna be eating? You come empty-handed. Nah, let's not do that. Cause you know what? You know what's you know what? For example, when we're in uni, I feel like it's a bit of a uni mindset, like your uni boy mindset. Not more is it's more to the guys, like mm. you'll come and because you know one of the girls you know, it's going to be cooking for you. You just turn and bring your hefty self and just be chopping food. But it's a thing of, nah, like, we're all in this together. Like, you're going to your boys to chill for for the ladies. You're going to do a slumber party or whatever and you're chilling. Like, ah, how much? 
Wine is even cheap nowadays. What, what, what? Let's not deceive ourselves as if you can't go to Lidl or Audi and buy, go and buy cheap, cheap wine. But even oh. respect your, even respect your friends though. If you've got money, why should you be my cheap, cheap wine? The point is like even small biscuits. Even if you brought small indomie, like it doesn't, oh. it doesn't hurt. Like I just feel like it's the, it, we sh- before we can do the little uh, big, big things. Before you can say, oh, you know what? Because you had me all those years, bro. I'm gonna buy you a bus down. Before you get the bus down, go and buy them. Go and buy, go and bust a, a case of Coke for them. Like, do you get? Like, it's just, I don't feel like it's a hard thing. I think we mm. make it hard. I'm not asking you to, or I'm not saying to you, you know, go and buy the most expensive thing. But it just, what it shows to the person that, you know, you're going to visit or your friend or whatever is that, you know what? I was thinking of you. Mm. And I just, I feel like, I, I feel like, you know, out of respect, out of honor, I'm doing this for you. You're welcoming in. You're welcoming me into your home. You're welcoming me into your space. Let me bless you with something. It's not much, but it's something, and that says a lot to other people. So that when it's your birthday, when it's uh, say that again. No, no, go on, finish off. So that when it's your day, when it's when you like in life, like life, especially for us as believers, either way, like whether you're a believer or not, life is heavily heavily revolves around principles. Yeah. Givers will always at some point be able to receive. And that's why, and, and, but then at the same time, like the Jesus says, like, it's even more blessed to give than to receive. Mm. So the way like life works, like people, like rich people, yeah, study their lives. They give, Mm, rich people give, they will come to your house with one small bottle of wine like this, but it costs more than your house. It costs more than somebody's salary, but they will bring it to your house. You will never probably open it. You'll probably keep it in your showcase or whatever. But they're bringing something. They're, they're bringing something. It's that giving. It's that kindness because they know that a given nature, you're you're always going to be at some point going to be receiving. And so it's just about adopting that mindset and mentality, even in our generation, because later down the line, you don't know you're going to need people to give to you and support to you. Really? Like for yeah. me, I remember when we were getting married, like, and because both of us, we were givers, like, there was nothing that we suffered or struggled for when it came to the wedding. People were just giving us money. People were supporting us. People were blessing us. And I was like, you know what? Imagine if we weren't people that were givers. Imagine if we were unkind. It's definitely a good um, characteristic for sure. And I think, yeah, I definitely do agree. Um, Not even just as cultural individuals, but just as Christians. It's it's Mm. definitely a a behavior we do need to adopt. You mentioned the uni thing, and I think that's interesting. I think (laughs) let's touch upon it briefly, Car. I didn't stay on campus in it for my whole uni experience. I, I, I stayed from home, commuted. Yeah. But with with, with uni students, because I know there's a lot of uni students listening to us here, so let's probably talk on that quickly. <laughs> Is our guys really reliant on women cooking for them in university? I'm not talking outside of uni, just specifically uni students on campus. Is it as bad as how people make out to be? To be honest, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> RSF, you never cook for no man. <laughs> no, to be fair, I mean, I did cook for Eugene, but it was never like, a, oh, I'm cooking for you, come to my house, I'm cooking for you kind of situation. It was, I'm cooking because I need to eat. You're here, you can eat too. Like, if I'm cooking game. for myself, everyone okay. knows, people that come to my house, I'm not going to like leave you to starve. So I did cook for people, but I can't relate to it. No, I can't relate to none of that meal prepping coming to my house. I'm cooking for you. Like, I, I don't so I hear that still. <laughs> or, or I had the game pattern for you. She you know? had the pattern. She said, I'm eating dinner. Are you eating dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I should, nah, she's like, 
I'm eating dinner. I've made the food. If you want, you better find yourself here. If not, <laughs> on your back, son. That's right. me. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I can't relate to this. Come to my oh. house. I'm making dinner. I cannot relate. Well, I, what I would say is this, yeah. I know for me, when I was in uni, man them used to run this nonsense like mad. And so for me, I was more in a privileged position because obviously I was, I was one of the most popular boys on campus. So it's like, oh, you know, if Smalls is coming, then, you know, already something's going to pop off or whatever. So if I'm coming, I'm coming with my boys or whatever. They will make an abundance. But for me, because me, I'm a cultured fella. Me, like, I'll, after I wash the plate or I'll do so, at least I'll do something in return. Mm. So a lot of the ladies respected, like, that from me. But a lot of the other men, they, they'll be washing me um, me whilst they were washing plates so you know what the next time I didn't invite them around I mean I'll just go and eat food by myself I won't let them know whilst I'm there they'll just see me chopping and put it on you know social what, media what are the boys eating in uni though bro like, are the boys cooking bro I, I, I want or, or, or are they going to a female friend's house to, to eat the, the landscapers the landscapers probably changed but I know for me a lot of the time, man, them like we're just getting the ladies to cook for them and just doing all this finesse thing. I'm sure it's probably the same because I see a lot of these young guns like talking about, especially on Twitter, like talking about how trying to twang some ladies to to cook for them. I'm like, bro, you're trying to run that in 2021. I'm like, if ladies still run that, I'm like, bro, like, bro, the man them have have definitely still got them, you know, twang like that. Mm. But yeah, man, them still do that. They're still, you know, it's either there, it's either there. And this is not to say certain man don't cook. I see you, certain man, they can cook and they can cook very well. But certain man is just fast food or they've got sisters that are cooking for them. Some of them, they're, 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 they're kind enough or some of the ladies have got patterned enough where they're like, look, I'm only cooking if you buy the ingredients. Oh. So it's a 50-50... John, uh, God bless the sisters, man, because they're really out here giving. You really lot are out here giving, bro. You I have to respect kind. it. Even, even though I don't completely agree with it, like, if any of my young little sisters come to me and tell me that they're cooking for Tyrone, I'm going to be like, big man, please relax. Let's stop all of that. But on the yeah. other side, I think to myself, <laughs> you know what? You're a good girl, man. Like, you love the Lord for real. That you're out here cooking cooking for these guys that obviously can't cook for themselves or can't look mm. after themselves mm. or might not be able to provide financially for themselves. So, you know girls are always out here coming to rescue us. Like, it's, it's always the women coming out to rescue us. It just makes me think, it makes me wonder whether guys, like, look out for each other in a way that our sisters look out for us. Because mm-hmm. like, from from what I obviously hear from a lot of people's stories, whenever a guy is, like, going through things or he's lacking something, it's always a girl to provide the food. It's always a girl to pay for the man's Oyster card. It's always the girl to pay for the man's phone bill on, on one month. It's never my boy gets me out of trouble. Do you know what I mean? Whenever mm-hmm. boys are getting each other out of trouble, it's always beef related for example right um i don't know if it's because of a pride thing that boys don't want to open up to other men other boys or whatever it is but it, it really does look like girls are really out here giving and and it's definitely a culture that we probably do need to adopt especially for men mm-hmm. um and continue to adopt it when when growing older whether that's right or wrong though because there might be a 25 year old who's not in uni no more thinking Nah, if a, if a guy's struggling with food, why am I cooking for him? Mm-hmm. And I hear that. So it's a bit of a debate, isn't it? On, on one arm, we're told to give, we're told to give, we're told to do good things. But on the other arm, it's just like, should I really be cooking for him? Should I really be paying for his Oyster card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Oyster card. Yeah, that's madness. Now, nah, stop that Oyster card stuff. If there's any ladies on there doing that, please stop that. I beg you. Why are you paying for his Oyster card? What kind of nonsense is that? It's ridiculous, that's but should a... we give, bro? Why should you we give Christians, bro? Un- un- unless that's your bro, like in the faith, or you that's an act of kindness. <laughs> but nah, man, tell the brother to pattern up, man. What's that, man? 
So where do we draw the line between be between giving and you know not doing something that we think is ridiculous? I think the, that. Do you know what? This is a good. That's actually a good question. I was going to say something, but I won't say that. Um, I'll say it. Come through, man. <laughs> nah, I won't say that. I'm actually not because if, what it's, if it's too much, we'll cut it out. I'm lying. No, I'm just... I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all I'll say is that it's important to have a good community around you. I think when things are done when it's coming from your community and it's coming from a place of love and it's coming from a place of we support you because you're our people, you're my family, you're my friends, I think that's good. Anyone that knows me, if you're my friendship circle, you will know that I would do anything for my people. If any of my friends right now was to tell me I don't have money, I'll be like, yeah, here, take money because that's my community and that's how I see things. I I think that what, when things are done in a, from a place of friendship, from a place of love and it's a community of people that you go way back with or even if they're a new friend and you just know it's all kindness and genuineness from a place of friendship then by all means do what you want but I think when things are done from a place of obligation or from a place of like oh you know if I give this person money maybe they'll love me that's where it's gonna be problematic and I think when it comes to when it comes to that example you're talking about with girls maybe paying for guys I think sometimes it can come from a place of, well, maybe if I do this, then the guy will pay more attention to me or he'll drop the other girls for me, etc. And if you have if you're ever doing something from that kind of place and that kind of mentality, then that's where you should draw the line. Never ever do something that you can't afford to lose out on. So mm. like when when it comes to lending money, for example, my mum will always tell me, Don't ever give anyone money if you can't afford to not get it back. So mm. if today my friend says to me, Can I borrow three hundred pounds? I'll pay you back. If I have £300 and I'm prepared that if she doesn't pay me back, I can live without the money, I will lend it to her. No mm-hmm. problem. Because if tomorrow she turns around and says, I don't have that money, I know in my heart of hearts anyway that I was giving it away, expecting it to potentially be a gift. Mm-hmm. And so those are the kind of boundaries that I would put in place. Another thing you can do, my mom told me she has this one friend, right, who as a matter of principle, she doesn't lend people money. So she's she's a giver. She'll be like, you know, like the, recently my mum, she um, she knocked her car by mistake and she kind of like uh, left a scratch on it and it cost her loads and loads of money to um, to fix. And she was just saying to her friend, she was just like, oh man, I have to pay £600, da, 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 or however much it was. And her friend just gave her like a bit of money as a, just here, like, I know, you know, you're out of pocket here, just take £200 as a gift. Not that she was asking, her friend just gave it to her. So that kind of friend that she has, that's just what she does. She doesn't lend anybody money. That's just her principle. Don't come to her asking for money if you don't have it because she's not going to give it to you. But if you're in a situation where you need it or she notices it's out of her heart, she's a giving person, she might just say, hey, here's 300 pounds, it's a gift. So, I mean, there's two ways to play it. You can either decide you want to be that person that never lends anyone money, but, you know, you're a giving person when you when you want to. Or you can be the person that you you lend people money, but just know that do it from a place of if if I don't get it back, I'm happy and I'm cool with it, and it's always coming from a place of love. That's where I would draw the line. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think the, I think the most important thing is the heart behind it, but the heart behind it giving. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've given some some scenarios about girls giving to guys and people and friends giving it to each other for a good cause and stuff like that. And I think that's probably the most important thing. Um, is actually the heart behind it, the mindset behind the giving. I think that's probably where we do need to obviously consider that's what we need to consider rather when when obviously giving out giving out to the public giving out to the community 
last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up is um this Kanye, this little Kanye getting receiving slander by, from from gospel artists. <laughs> what, what, what's going on there? Because obviously Kanye released his album, um, Donda, whatever. And obviously we know that there's this debate about whether Kanye's a gospel artist or not and that sort of stuff, which we don't necessarily need to go into. <laughs> but what was the um what was the issue with um all these all these gospel artists throwing slander at, at Kanye? Who? Someone needs to catch me up because I Ty, did not see Ty Tripper <laughs> and some other guys were yeah, a bit upset with the fact that obviously um can't um in obviously Kanye gets reception as a gospel artist, you know, since he dropped his last album. And, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, well, we've been grinding, we've been putting work for time, we don't get listens, we don't get support, we don't get this, and he's an icon and you know, you know, you know, there's so much money behind him and there's so much, you know, support behind him, XYZ. Um and yeah, and then people were just chiming in, but Ty um Tribbett was like the one who yeah who was spearheading it he was like very vocal he was i think he was the first one to put his video out and then people were just chiming off of that one um and then you had other people that were you know saying their own giving their own two pence some for what he was saying and some kind of like nah not against per se but offering it offering a different perspective to what ty was saying which for do you me, think do you think do you think he's all right in what they're saying um, it's giving off smelly vibes. I'm not gonna lie to you. No. I didn't watch the video, but if, if <laughs> from I'm... how you described it, it's sounding like, "Are you a hater? Like, what's well, the problem?" I was chatting to some people, and some people were like, "Yeah, they don't think Ty was, you know, trying to attack Kanye, whatever." But I listened to the video, and I was like, "Why are you even mentioning his name, though? Exactly. Your, your issue is with the industry." So for me, mm. mentioning his name. For me, mentioning his name was was smelly because it's like, why are you going for Kanye? Like, Kanye, and obviously we're Christians here, but Kanye is not your mate. Like, Kanye's is his reach, his reception, like mm. his respect, like his respectability in the game. Like, it's not the same as yours, Ty. And as much as you're gifted and you're create, you're actually very creative and you're very good at what you do. You should be channeling your energy to address the the gospel music industry as opposed to Kanye West. So for me, I don't, I didn't really agree with that because it's like, look, but even, even when he was in the world, like his, his DSPs, like how much, like his streams, the streams he was getting, his followership, his fan base, like the money he's made, it's not, you can't even compare it to yourselves. Do you get? So now when he's doing like um, gospel content, one of those ones where, bro, don't even try and cut, like, even I, under, I understand why why Tajib and all the others are upset though. I do get it because obviously Kanye was originally a secular artist. Um, he does he becomes a gospel artist for for I don't know two years, for example, and all of a sudden, well, it's not really all of a sudden, but he gets more recognition, he gets more love from Christians than Tajib and Fred Hammond and some of these other people. Yet these lot have been doing gospel since you know God knows how long. Yeah, but that's like the scripture that talks about the prodigal son, like. All the other sons that stayed in, in, in the house, they didn't get the same love that the prodigal son got. Just if I'm if I'm being all holy and I'm like being dramatic and I'm taking it from a biblical perspective, that's probably why he's being celebrated. Mm. Uh, but you know what? Let me let me add But is he a prodigal son? Is Kanye a prodigal son? 
well that's a that's another yeah, conversation yeah, entirely yeah, and yeah. I, I don't wish to go into that right now <laughs> yeah. you. But, but i mean i was just giving like a objective view yeah i feel like with 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 that once again kanye kanye is not your not your issue like kanye you guys have been doing you know gospel music for donkeys right people yes there will be some people that um you know, jump onto the Kanye wave because of his name, right? But people, like, when you think about the album that he dropped, like, the one um, before, and then, remember, he did an album, uh, the Sunday Service album and whatnot. Like, mm. let's think about it. They were very good projects. Yeah, yeah that service that service choir one was good. This Donda one, I only listened to no, half of it. No, no, I'm no, not no. so sure if it's good, bro. I'm not talking about Donda. I'm talking about Jesus is King. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, that was sick. That one deserved the attention. That one yeah. deserved mad love. So, but Donda, bro. No, no, no. That's I'm not even talking about Donda is questionable. I've listened to it a few times. I'm still marinating on what my thoughts are. But Jesus is King was a banging album. Yes, he's now got the money, he's got the name, he's got the, the marketability. So naturally, there's going to be a a huge drawing to him anyway because he's got the resources. But that's my point is you can't be angry with him. He's been he's yeah, been doing yeah. his thing in the game. He's been he's been working his he's been working his butt off. He's been doing what he had to do. And now he's obviously he's crossed over. He's only used the resources that he's had before to work for him now. You can't oh. be upset with him because he's now doing Christian content and more people are coming to him. He's yeah, only that's the thing. The issue is not with Kanye. It's the people. It's like the industry. It's the, yeah, it's the it's people. Exactly. Kanye it's didn't not, ask for all this love what, and attention. A hundred percent. That's why I'm like, look, Ty, I get what you're trying to say, but you should be upset with the industry and all these believers that are saying, we're kingdom financiers. We put uh, our money, you know, we're backing <laughs> the Christian artists, whatever. Well, put your money where your mouth is then. All, the, all of you that God is blessing you with millions, why aren't you funding these guys? And now these guys are getting frustrated and it happens because it's like, when you think of who can I channel my energy to, sometimes it's people that get the stick as opposed to institutions. That's why, for example, like uh, just loosely speaking, uh, a similar example might be the British government where like, we're always obviously after Boris, but then what about the MP? What about your local MPs that were saying yes to certain things? Like they never, they will never get the stick. It's only one person. Like we only direct our energy at one person, but we forget their teams. We forget the structures behind them, X, Y, Z. And it's just like, that's why I was like, nah, you know what? The, today's not the day to be getting upset with Kanye West. And it's not about even fan loyalty or brand loyalty or whatever. It's just like, nah, we're, at, we're actually missing a trick here. Furthermore, as you know, we've spoken about, we kind of spoke about this on the, you know, the gospel, the the gospel music episode that we did um, in our first year. Mm. And I was like, look, in my opinion, look, guys, we've got to step it up. We have, we ha already have an issue. Like if a UK gospel artist is going to, let's say the biggest UK gospel artist wants to drop an album, like if, if Digger D says I'm dropping an album or Tion Wayne says, I'm dropping an album. Who's going to get more reception? Yeah, for real. It's just one of those, it's just one of those ones where, and don't... Obviously, and they got a fan base though, isn't it? Diggity, Tion, the set class, they got a fan base. Yeah. But yeah. even if, if, if Tion Wayne was to become a gospel artist, the same thing will happen. He will get yes. more love than some of these UK gospel artists but you, because but, he's already accumulated the fan base. It's like Justin Bieber, isn't it? <laughs> Justin Bieber released a gospel, gospel EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought it was decent. It wasn't yeah. anything amazing. Yeah. He had, a, he had right. one or two songs. I think he's that was really good as well. Say that again. He probably is. 
He probably I think is. he's releasing another one. Okay. But that EP wasn't wasn't great. I mean, the one tune, I, I know even you don't really like it, but I like it. The one tune that he sounds like Wiz. No. Um, yeah. that, that tune, I, I rock, I'll probably rock with it. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> no, you know Isn't what? I, it's grown on me. It's grown on me, actually. I'll I, I rate that tune. The EP is average, but because it's Justin Bieber... We're gonna support him. We're gonna get behind him. We're gonna get guests like to say there aren't people in the church that are singing better than him. But because it's Justin Bieber, that's just like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. But there's guys in the UK who, who ain't choirs with better voices. Yeah. But he just doesn't have the name in it. And I yeah. think that's just a downfall. That's that's probably what happens when you go from being a successful um secular artist to now being a gospel rapper or a gospel singer. Yeah. You can easily just, you know, transition with your followers yeah. and your fans, and then they they'll now support your gospel music. Yeah, that's what happened with, that's what happened, sorry, with Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly banging out, you know, mm. quote unquote secular, I don't like using that word. When she did a gospel album, bruh, that thing charted like mad. And mm. I think it's just one of those, I think it's just one of those ones, as you've been rightly saying, you know, once you build up and you accumulate that fan base, you're also, a, you're also amassing the wealth of resource, marketability brand you've already got a brand name or whatever and it just works it begins to work for you but one thing i will say for believers especially is that even though i know some people will get defensive and be like but i do support uk gospel arts i'm not you're the people i'm not speaking to i'm speaking to the people that don't support uk gospel artists or american gospel artists we can't now be saying oh why is it that christians always listen to drake no sorry that's the wrong battle my friend Drake is not the person that you need to be fighting with. Tion Wayne is not the person that you need to be fighting with. Dave is not the person. Burner Boy and Whiskey are not the people that you need to be fighting with because when, you know, when Whiskey, you know, with the tickets, so, uh, you know, remember those guys that were now doing tweeting lifestyle, you know, people will be jumping up, waving their hands for uh, Whiskey, but then when they come for church, they won't be doing the same thing or whatever. <laughs> it is the wrong battle, my friends. It's the wrong battle. It's not that, it's, it's not that, um, it's, it's not like, you're looking at the wrong thing here. Because if anything, if we're going to do this thing right, if we're going to, if if we're, one, on one hand, I personally feel like, uh, and this is not to knock gospel artists, I actually want gospel artists to do very well. But I feel like we have to push the boundaries of what creativity looks like for what gospel artists do. We sound so alike. The songs sound the same. And it's like, is there anyone trying to break the boundaries? Now, I am not speaking for everyone. So I'm, this is not a one paint brush stroke on everybody. There are some people who are very experimental in their music. There are artists in here, over here in the UK and in America. But I feel like for us as Christians, we lack so much creativity. And then when you look to the world, like they're pushing the boundaries. They're doing wild, wild things. Like they're just, in terms of musically, sonically, they're just doing different things. And it's like, it's taking the church, like, 50 years to kind of get up to their, their um to their wavelength do you get what i'm saying like wake up snap mm. into, like snap into things if you're not going to do that don't get upset with them and say oh why are, why are christians listening to drill music well if i'm or, or you know the argument of you know the spat guys why do christians make uh, um listen to um drill or whatever it's like guys come on like if you're if you just think that Christian rap is gonna, you know, sound like Lecrae in the early two thousands or whatever, or you know, mid to you know, two thousand and five, two thousand and seven, if you think that's what's gonna be necessary moving forward, you're gonna be like even Lecrae's evolved. And as Lecrae's evolved, 
he's now even got bigger reception amongst unbelievers yeah. more than he does believers. So it just goes to show, guys, and some people say, well, he stopped to preaching the message of the gospel. I think people are capping in that area because there's other dynamics to it. But it's just like, guys, we have to evolve in our artistry, in our craft, in everything that we bring to the table. But I feel like we could do a couple of episodes on this, but yeah, man, let me stop Yeah, for real. That's probably what it is. I think it's probably just the talent um, or the, the creativity that we produce obviously can't compare to, you know, some of these other rappers that you mentioned, the Millions, T.O. Wayne, who both released re- albums recently, which are pretty decent, um, or any of the the Americans. We, we just can't compare, to be fair. And like we've said before, there's, there's definitely a, a mismatch in talent and creativity between gospel music and, I'll call it non-gospel music for the sake of E-Man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's just a difference. But anyway, let's let's wrap up, bro. You got a scripture for anything that we've discussed today? Let just me, to close. Let me let me find Whilst you're diving yeah. deep, Madam Ora, come true with a with a with a final few words. Um, just in regards to that music um conversation we were just having now, Taita Bet sounds like bad vibes from that video, boy. That really <laughs> sounds like bad vibes to me. But that's I haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but that is my humble opinion. Yeah, I haven't even seen it either. And I don't think I will do, to be honest. Sounds a bit sounds a bit gossipy. Sounds a bit like attention is being sought after. Sounds like bad vibes to me, honey. <laughs> I mean, there's no harm of seeking attention. We all love attention, but yeah, this attention is is bad vibes small. This this one is giving main character syndrome, man. It's giving hateration. Literally, as a minister of God, y'all hated. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you guys are cracking me up. Um, you know, it's an interesting one. I'm, I'm just gonna shoot one that's very random, but um, yeah, we'll go for I'm it. Sure, I'm sure some people haven't heard of it anyway, but yeah, go. Ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, some thirty-eight, uh, thirty-five, verse twenty-eight, and it says. And my tongue shall declare your righteousness, your justice, and your praise all day long. So whatever it is, guys, we've ended on this music piece. Whatever it is, give praises of righteousness unto God. Just give praise to God in everything you do. You know, that's 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 really what it's about. Let everything give glory to God. Amen. Amen, amen. I love that. Thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate your time. Yeah. Next episode. Back and relax, tell me what's on your mind